Hi everyone, just before we jump into the episode, I wanted to let you know about my brand new course at Education Business Club. So it's all about coming up with your big idea for your education business. And I wrote this course because I see that one of the biggest barriers to getting a business going successfully is being really clear on your idea. So who is it that you're serving? What is the problem that you're solving? Why is it a good idea? And knowing whether or not you'll want to stick with the idea long term. So in the course, I teach the 18 reasons why your business ideas will work and won't work and the six key ingredients that you need to make sure that you have a viable idea. You're going to come away from the course being really clear on your new education business idea, whether that's you starting a business for the first time, maybe you're adding another income stream into your existing business, or even maybe you just want to sense check what you've done so far if you've been in business for a few years. It's not a long, onerous course. I didn't want to do that to you but it will provide you with lots of action-focused information that you can just start acting on straight away. You can find the course at educationbusinessclub.co.uk forward slash training. Thank you so much for listening to that. And here is today's episode. This is the Education Business Podcast for consultants and business owners providing services in schools. I'm Claire Riley, and I'll be sharing how to start, grow, and scale your education business. So today we're going to be talking about making the most of your summer break. Now, this is applicable to you if you haven't yet started your education business, but you're thinking about it. If you're an established education company with a team, or even if you're somewhere in between, it's for everyone. Now, maybe you're expecting me to say that you should work the whole way through the summer and take no time off, even though the schools are off, so that you can catch up on yourself. Well, I'm not going to say that. Maybe you're imagining that I'm going to go the other way and tell you that you don't need to do anything during this time. No, I'm not going to say that either. What I am going to say is that it's a balance. And I'm going to share with you how I think you can get the most out of your summer break based on my experiences running an education business for the last nine years and at all levels as well because um, you know we've grown through that process from an idea to a startup to a high growth business and scaling now. So depending on which country you're in the time off in the summer is a big chunk of the school year and you can be more productive in it and get the most out of it if you plan it out, sort of. So what is the most effective way? Well, I actually believe it's to act on your inspiration, to do what you feel in the moment. So I'm not saying don't have a plan. You can have a loose plan, but it's the one time of year when you can just give yourself that little bit more freedom. Maybe you can turn the phones off if you take customer service calls, or maybe you can go a week without answering any emails and nobody will bat an eyelid. What are the things that you can drop so that you can really focus on the other things, whether that be the big things or the rest things? Now, I did say have a plan. So what projects could you get your teeth stuck into over this period of time, especially when you're not worrying about some of the other day-to-day things? I used to have in mind a certain number of resource lines that I wanted to start or a number of resources that I wanted to get onto the site. 
and Ed would focus more on upgrading elements of the website while it was quiet. So how does this inspiration bit work and when do you do this? Well, when I get up in the morning in school holidays, I decide if I want to work. So it's a bit different for me now because I've got young children and I do need to be a bit more planned. But I know that to be effective for the rest of the school year, I do have to make sure I rest in this period because it's really easy to just plow ahead, not have a rest, be addicted to the fact that we're getting ahead and not be effective by the end of it. So I also know that forcing work is really unhelpful, especially in the school holidays, especially if I don't want to do it. So if I got up early, which I usually do, So 10 hours of my working week are generally done before my children wake up. So I get up early and then I ask myself, what do I feel inspired to do? And I try and step back from the tight deadlines during the summer holidays and stop putting the pressure on myself that I don't need to put on myself because I'm sure you do this as well. So sometimes uh, the answer will be that I fancy doing some admin that needs to be done. Sometimes it will be the creative things. Sometimes it won't be anything and I'll decide to stay in bed or sometimes I'll do something else. So how have I come to this way of working where I just act on my inspiration? And the truth is, is that I've just tried everything else out first and I've come to this way of working and it seems to work well for me and I think it could work well for you. So I've burnt myself out over the summer looking longingly at the good weather and forcing myself to stay inside. I've taken a huge portion of the summer off as well. We did that last year, actually. And it was one of the hardest summers we've ever had. And what it taught Ed and I was that we love to be creative and we love to work in our zones of genius. And taking that away from us for a whole eight weeks is a recipe for disaster. Now, it's not that we didn't work during that time. We did a bit but we didn't give ourselves enough time to do to do what we wanted to. So what I'm saying is that you need to find a balance that works for you. It might mean something like taking a Tuesday off in the middle of the week and then deciding it at the last minute that you're going to do it. And I used to worry about this flexibility so much, especially when I got employees. I used to worry what they would think if I had any time off in the summer, which is silly really because... Most people are just worrying about themselves. But I've learned to make my peace with it because employees obviously do get time off. And it's a completely different life being an entrepreneur. And I've had to accept that. So it's extremely unlikely that an employee will get a huge idea when they have reflection time abroad and then sit down for half a day to capture all of those ideas to make sure they can be acted on in the near future. Or how about those times when you work through the night because you have so much energy for something? Or how about getting up at 5am every day as I do? It's just different and that's okay. If you're employed now or you were employed before you started your education business, you have a completely different way of life now and it's okay to have that. You're just giving yourself the rest you need to to be the leader you need to be for everyone else and to be able to cope with the much bigger risks that you're taking on behalf of everyone else. So yeah, it's okay to do things differently and you should be looking to do things differently. So that brings me on to reflection time 
I can't stress how important it is to use the opportunity of quiet during the summer break. So in your reflection time, you're going to be able to solve problems. You'll come up with new product or service ideas and generally have the space and time to make things better in your business. Do you know where you can get that? Where you can get that reflection time? Is it in a certain place? Is it a certain time of day? Will certain people help you to have that reflection time and certain people not help you to have that reflection time? For me, the age of children are, I can't have the reflection time with the children. But if I'm with Ed, it will flow naturally without the children, obviously. So make sure you know how to ignite plenty of reflection time over the summer to set you up for the year ahead. So to summarise, do your thing and use your inspiration. So yes, work. Yes, take time off. Do both of those things. But most importantly, don't feel guilty about doing either of these things so that you can head into the new academic year feeling really refreshed and ready to go. So I'd love to know how you plan on spending your summer break. Let me know on Instagram. I'm at Claire Riley Teacher Entrepreneur. So send me a message. And if you're enjoying learning from the Education Business Podcast as much as I enjoy creating the content, then I'd love it if you can leave me a five-star review on the platform that you're listening to. And it just helps ensure that others can find the content and learn from the valuable content as well. So I'm going to see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Education Business Podcast. To get more information to grow your business, sign up at educationbusinessclub.co.uk.